Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next few weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to be covering a new seed that God plants into you to uproot the seed of idols and the roots of conceit, selfishness, and stubbornness. And that seed is called the seed of deliverance. So let's go ahead and define it. Deliverance means the action of being rescued or set free. It also means release. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Romans chapter 6 verses 14 through 19. And I'm going to read this from the NIV version, which says, For sin shall no longer be your master, because you are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey? Whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. I am using an example from everyday life because of your human limitations. Just as you used to offer yourselves as slaves to impurity and to ever-increasing wickedness, so now offer yourselves as slaves to righteousness leading to holiness. And again, that's Romans chapter 6 verses 14 through 19 in the NIV version. The seed of deliverance that God plants into you is such a powerful seed because it rescues you from sin. The seed of idols and the roots of conceit, selfishness, and stubbornness can have such a hold onto you because you are allowing yourself to be engulfed with the things of the world. You become so consumed with all of the things that you want and desire, but unfortunately, you do whatever it takes to get them. Then, once you get them, you allow yourself to boast about them so much that it makes people to not want to be around you. When God plants the seed of deliverance into you, you are not only breaking away from the things of the world and the desires that you have, but you are also breaking away from the tricks of the enemy. By being obedient to God, you are giving yourself the permission to say no to sin. You are giving yourself the permission to walk in a different direction than your fleshly desires. 
you are giving yourself permission to be a different person. Being delivered from the sins of the world is something that you should embrace. As I have shared in the past, you will never be sinless until you get to heaven. But each day, you should try to sin less than the day before. It is a day-by-day process. But the goal becomes you seeking God to help you make the right choices as you follow him. God has delivered you from sin by sending his son Jesus to die on the cross and to pay for your sins. By accepting him as your Lord and Savior, you are delivered from the payment of spending your eternal life in hell. He has loved you so much that God wanted you to not to suffer. He made a way for you to be delivered from the sin that exists in the world. But he gave you a choice to make. Once you make the choice to follow Jesus, you can be taught by the Holy Spirit living inside of you as you begin to listen to his voice. Each day, it becomes important to learn how to hear his voice with the clarity so that you are willing to do the things that he has asked you to do. The reason why the seed of deliverance is so important to have with the seed and roots of idols is because if you are more focused on being a child of God, then the goal is to strive to be free from sin by trying to avoid the things of the world. It will also cause you to be more obedient into doing the will of God. Your focus becomes more God-centered instead of self-centered. You will not be led by your fleshly desires. Now, I'm not saying that you won't be tempted or that they won't exist because they will. However, you will become more conscious of them and you will try harder to resist the temptations that you face. Pleasing God will just become more relevant to you as your relationship with him grows. Now, as time goes on, your relationship will consist of praising him and thanking him because of all the things that he has delivered you from. You will see how much more at peace you are with things compared to actually when you were always trying to get things to please yourself. Life really will become much more rewarding at that point. So just make sure that you really do trust God in all of it. So now let's go ahead and look at our example again with Isaiah. And I'm going to be reading Isaiah chapter 51 verses 1 through 6, which says, Listen to me all who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord. Consider the quarry from which you were mined, the rock from which you were cut. Yes, think about your ancestors, Abraham and Sarah, from whom you came. Abraham was alone when I called him, but when I blessed him, he became a great nation. The Lord will comfort Israel again and make her deserts blossom. Her barren wilderness will become as beautiful as Eden, the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there. Lovely songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel, for my law will be proclaimed 
and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. Your salvation is on the way. I will rule the nations. They will wait for me and long for my power. Look up to the skies above and gaze down on the earth beneath. For the skies will disappear like smoke and the earth will wear out like a piece of clothing. The people of the Lord will die like flies, but my salvation lasts forever. My righteous rule will never end. And again, that's Isaiah chapter 51, verses 1 through 6. Now, as you can see from the scriptures, the Lord continues to show that he is in control and everything will be done according to his will. He is the one who will render judgment and he is the one who will give justice and deliverance. No matter what the people thought that they could get away with, God made it crystal clear that he has the last word in everything. He is the one that will rule the nations to come. Everything on the earth will disappear, but he is the one voice that will matter yesterday, today, and forevermore in the future. The seed of idols and the roots of conceit, selfishness, and stubbornness are all important things to be delivered from because certain things can just overwhelm you and get the best of you. Let me ask you, what if the deliverance that you need is not from a certain thing or activity? What if the deliverance that you need is from a person? How do you deal with that? How do you let go of a person that has consumed your life, but you know that you need deliverance from them? Do you have the courage to let go of them? Are you willing to put the same effort into it as you did with the things that you needed deliverance from? Prayerfully, you will do just that. First, it becomes important for you to go to God so that he can help you heal. When you need to let go of a person that has consumed your life, God will need to heal the void that you will feel when you let go of them. As you communicate and pray to God, allow him into your heart. Ask him to heal the wounds that you feel. Try not to dissect every scenario and feeling that has taken place. Try your best not to relive all the pain that had transpired when you were dealing with a person. Try not to blame yourself. Try your best not to go down a situation that you know you need to let go of. You must be willing to let go of what you expected to happen. There are times that you may have created a situation or even an expectation of how things were to be. And when they didn't, you have been holding on, hoping to see if things would materialize into the expectation that you had. Unfortunately, they didn't, so it becomes difficult for you to let go of completely. I know it's hard because you feel like you've invested so much time possibly into a person, but please know that God wants your happiness to take place. 
It will require you to have the courage to face the situation. And there may be times to where you're going to see there's going to be good days and bad days, just as there were when you were with the person. However, this time you need to make yourself a priority in the situation. God doesn't want you to keep suffering in misery and at times even suffering in silence. God didn't create you to be someone's doormat. God didn't create you to be used or taken for granted or even disrespected. God didn't create you to be put on a back burner only to be significant when the person felt it was convenient for them. You deserve so much more than that. You are capable in having so much more than that. You are so much more than that. Whether you have been with a person for a few months or for years, please don't allow anyone to take control over you. Know your worth and your value. Please recognize that God has been trying to get your attention. He has just so much more waiting for you. He doesn't want you to have to settle for things or for people. He has created you to do something special specifically for him. So please continue to invest your time, effort, and your heart into him. He's wanting that close and personal relationship with you, but you have to be willing and open to establish that with him. As you are taking things one day at a time, please be proud of yourself that you are taking the steps needed to move forward. I know they may be baby steps, but that is okay. Baby steps are better than no steps at all. As you continue to spend time with God, you will see that it may start to get a little bit easier for you. Make sure that you are filling the voice that you have with positive energy. Whether it is memorizing scripture or stating affirmations or journaling, please just try your best to do something else to replace the voice that you have inside of you. Most people have a hard time of letting go of people. The main reason is because they haven't replaced the hole that they feel in their heart. I know it may be hard to do, and I'm not just saying to just put anything there. The best person to fill your void is Jesus. So please try your best to at least allow him to help you seek out the things that will create a positive environment within you. And I see I'm out of time, so please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real-life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.